beginning with verse 37. God is good. All the time. All the time. All the time. Amen to that. Acts 2, 37 through 40. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other disciples, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of our sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and pleaded with them, Save yourself from this corrupt generation. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Bruce, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Do you ever make mistakes? Have you ever made a mistake in your life? Sometimes we want to say we haven't, but I believe we all can say today we've all made mistakes, haven't we? Some big mistakes, some small Mistakes. When Sheila and I were living over in Columbia, I had just started preaching. I went and bought me a brand new Ford Ranger. I always wanted one. And I had to go down to Don Franklin's. And this was down at the old, old uh, Don Franklin's before it became the big Don Franklin uh, place that it is now. Went down, signed on the dotted line. You know, it's always scary when you see that payment, isn't it? It says uh, how big it is, and then it's, you're actually paying this much, and this is how long it takes you to pay for it. But I just loved that truck so much, and I signed on the dotted line and took it home to our new house that we had over there in Columbia. And I just loved that truck, and I would go out and wash. You remember when you bought your first vehicle or a new vehicle? You go out and wash it once a week. Didn't want to have any dirt on it, and I was purdy and white, and I always kept it good and clean. Sheila and I went to a funeral of one of our friends. His wife had passed away, only a couple of miles from our house. And we were going to come back and go down to the hospital to see some other folks from our church. We got down to the fairgrounds there in Columbia and was getting ready to turn to go up to the hospital. For one brief second, I took my eye off the road, knocked over the sign, so that's a mistake too. Knocked, for one brief second, I took my eye off the road, turned left, and guess what? There was another vehicle coming. That vehicle hit us in the side of the truck, flipped the truck over, and slid down the road. Now, that's a big mistake, isn't it? You've had some of those, right? You look back over it, and you go, Lord, what in the world was I thinking? What caused me to do such a terrible thing? What caused me to have such a mistake. Other, other little mistakes that you do. The last time Sheila and I did go on a vacation, that was back when, uh, you know, I didn't trust that GPS thing. Because I just didn't believe that I was going to have, I've changed it in my vehicle now. Sheila still has a lady talking to her. My GPS is the guy now. But uh, you remember when you only could have a, a lady that talked to you? Well, I decided I wasn't going to use it. And we had the old maps. Y'all remember those? You'd open it up, and she would be over there, and I'd say, Honey, you got it upside down. Turn around, turn it down the other direction so we could see it. We got down to Florida. I was doing pretty good. 
We got lost. Yeah, I, every time I get lost somewhere, I don't get lost in the good part of town. I wind up where you're driving by and you're going, lock the doors, roll up the windows, grab the kids, right? <laughs> We're in the wrong place. We went by this same store two times. And finally, Sheila said, honey, you're going to stop and get directions. You know, and I had to swallow that man pride. Any of y'all know how to do that? Swallowed and then went in and got. You've made mistakes like that before, haven't you? Those small mistakes that maybe cost you a little time, maybe caused you to lose your pride just a little bit, those mistakes that come along in life. Well, we think about our life mistakes, and there's a lot of those out there. But in the scripture we read this morning, there in verse 37, this was on the day of Pentecost. And many folks was asking about a lot of different questions there in verse 37. It says, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? I believe the biggest mistake that you can make in your life is allowing sin to control you. Right? Let's say that one more time so it sinks in real good. I believe the biggest mistake you can make in your life is allowing sin to control you. Amen? Because when you think about big mistakes, having sin in your life is that what? Big mistake that controls you. And it's all around about you. Moses is talking, is taking, we see throughout his ministry as well, and even the children of Israel, they made many mistakes, didn't they? They fell away from God. They didn't listen to what God wanted them to have in their life. Because we saw with the children of Israel, even today, we saw with the children of Israel that the farther they got away from God, the less they felt the presence of God, right? And those mistakes started to multiply, and those sins started to multiply. Well, I truly believe when we allow the mistake of sin to come into our life, it affects everything about us. It causes us to drift away from God, doesn't it? It causes us not to, to feel that full presence of God. I like what Debbie said this morning in our kids' corner. Sometimes we get so big we need to be pruned, right? Sometimes that sin in our life just starts multiplying in our lives, and those mistakes start handing up. And what happens? Well, I want you to know something. I've never seen anything good come from sin. Have you? I've seen people believe it has given them good in their life. But those mistakes of having sin in their life, after they're multiplied over and over again, many things start to happen. First of all, sin starts to affect your fellowship with God. Over in 1 John 1.9 it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us from our, of us, our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I truly believe it's a big mistake not to have fellowship with God every day, right? It's a big mistake not to feel His presence in your heart and your life because as we know, that fellowship is so important. When you think about Adam and Eve, all of you know about that couple, don't you? Over in Genesis, they had it made, didn't they? Because every day they had fellowship with who? They had fellowship with God. And because of that fellowship, God was blessing them, wasn't he? 
They had everything that they needed. They were taken care of, had food to eat, didn't have to worry about their clothes because they was not ashamed of any of that. They had all the perfect, there wasn't nothing in the air that was impure to breathe. Everything was perfect, wasn't it? Had nothing, nothing that could cause them any problems. And then they allowed the mistake of what? Of sin to come into their life. I want you to know, and I feel like this, and I believe you do too. When you have fellowship with God, I believe things go good in your life, doesn't it? Not only that, I believe God blesses you, doesn't he? Just like he blesses Adam and Eve. I, I truly believe the closer you are to God, the better you feel about yourself. The more you understand about God's will in your heart, in your life. But you notice something, the more mistakes that Adam and Eve did in that garden, the farther they drifted away from God, even to the point they wanted to what? Hide from God, didn't they? They were ashamed of what they did, and their fellowship with God started drifting away. That's what happens to us, isn't it? When we make the mistake of sin, we don't talk as much to God. We don't attend church as much as we used to. We don't have that constant fellowship with God. And sometimes we even become ashamed of what we've done, right? And we're afraid to talk to God about it. We're afraid to have that fellowship or that time of being together. I've even seen some folks say, well, you know, preacher, when I'm in that act of having mistakes and having that sin in my life, I don't even want to see the people I go to church with because it makes me feel guilty for what I'm doing. Having those mistakes in your life and drifting away from God. But praise be to God for this today. When you make the mistake of having sin in your life, I love the scripture that I read to you this morning there in 1 John. If, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins. Aren't you, aren't you glad today to know that you serve a God that when you mess up, He still loves you? And aren't you glad today to know you serve a God that when you must make those mistakes and you allow sin to be in your heart and your life, you still have someone you can go back to. And all you have to do is ask forgiveness of those things. And just that quick, it's quick, and it's a, this is amazing, and this should make you feel pretty good this morning. As quick as you ask, the answer is given. Isn't that something? God doesn't make you wait. God lets you know that those mistakes are worse white as snow. Not only that, we also have to realize our sins will affect our whole entire family, don't they? One of the things we never... We, we have to understand the consequences of sin is sin does not come alone. Because when sin is in your life, it sort of creeps into the people around about you, doesn't it? And your mistakes have a great bearing on others around about you. The things that happen in your life. When I used to have to put kids in foster care, I always thought to myself, instead of removing the kids from the home, you should remove the parents from the home, because the parents is the one that made the mistakes. But because of the sins of the parent, the child had to leave their home that they many have been all of their life because of sins of their parents. 
Sins of kids can also have a bearing on their parents as well, can't they? We see that a lot. We see a lot of times that sins of a, of a spouse can have a big impact on the, on the other spouse as well. Just go back to Adam and Eve again, right? Eve had sin. Because of that sin, it creeped into who? Into Adam. And they both had to reap that sin that they had sowed. Sin starts creeping into our family. And we allow it to be there. So many people go through those things and divorces are called. When sins come in, things happen in our life. And we're, we're wondering what changes inside of a family. A family starts drifting away from God. They don't attend church together as a family anymore. They don't pray together. They don't talk to God anymore. It was so good last week. We, a lot of us went out to eat together and we were eating and, you know, everybody always looks at the preacher to pray, right? And I stood up and there was about, I think, what was there, 20-some people there last week and we, we, was, we was eating and was, I stood up and prayed and it was amazing to me in that busy, busy restaurant how many other people stopped eating while we prayed. Well, I believe that families need to have that type of understanding in their life, don't they? Have that a power of God there. Don't, don't drive away God. Don't allow mistakes to come in just because what you think other people may think. Don't allow those mistakes to affect your family. Also, sins will affect you physically. Over in 1 Corinthians 11.30 it says, This is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. Sin will take away your happiness. I truly believe sin eats away at you, don't they? You ever try to hide secrets? You rest of you ever try to do that? You ever try to hide things from somebody? You don't want anybody to know anything. And you just, you just think to yourself, if I can keep it to myself, nobody else is going to find out about it. They're not going to see my mistakes. They're not going to see my sins. We understand and we know for sure that our sins will find us out, right? But we try to do a very good job of hiding those things and allowing, allowing it to, to affect us. Well, sometimes I believe sin and those things can be written all over your face, can't it? One of the things I used to do with some folks that was really hard to, to get to when I was working is I would go and show them their mug shots over the years. I would run off how they looked the first time they went into jail. I would run off how the second time they looked when they went to jail, the third, the fourth, the fifth. What I finally found out is a lot of folks didn't want to even look at themselves anymore anymore because sin had ate away so much at them. And I would lay those pictures down in front of them and say, look what's happened to you. This beautiful young lady, this handsome young man, look how you looked before you allowed sin and what? Mistakes to come into your life and how it has changed you. And it was amazing to me to see folks sit there and study those pictures. I even had pe people that would just start bawling their eyes out 
when they saw what they had done to themselves. Sin can come in and destroy you, can't it? Sin wants to come into your life and it wants to make home there, doesn't it? It does not want to be kicked out. It wants to be just affecting you. It wants to be like a cancer, doesn't it? It wants to just be something that continually eats away at you. And those mistakes continue to pile up over and over and over again. You have to have the ability to to say to yourself, I'm not going to allow that sin to control me. I am not going to be afraid to let others know how I live my life. And I am not going to allow these mistakes to be the part that eats away at me. Also, sin will affect your forever. Over in in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I believe the biggest mistake you could ever make in your life is missing heaven. Amen? Amen? For the wages of sin are death. One of the things we have to realize, and I know we don't like to talk about that much, one of these days the bell is going to toll for all of us, isn't it? One of these days your heart's going to take its last beat. One of these days you're going to take your last breath. One of these days you're going to have to be accountable for your whole entire life. Wouldn't it be an unbelievable mistake not to have for sure, for sure in your life that heaven is your home? And to know that for sure in your life, no matter what, no matter where you are or what you're facing or how difficult it may be, you have to have that peace, don't you? Because you know for sure, and you know I like to say this a lot, This world is not my home. I'm just passing through, right? You know there's a better place waiting for you, but it's a big mistake if you don't know for sure that that wonderful place called heaven is your home. And last this morning, what what would Peter tell us to do with our sin? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Don't make the mistake of going back home today with your sin. Don't go back home carrying that same weight and that same sin that you had today. And one of the things, remember what I told you a while ago, a lot of times we want to hide our sins. We do a good job of that. We do a good job of hiding things we do. And we, you know, we just hope it never comes out. We hope it's never there. But today, one of the great things is you don't have to keep living with that. You don't have to allow that sin to control you anymore. You can leave this morning with a fresh mind and say to yourself, you know what? That's not going to hold me down anymore. That mistake that I made that I've been trying to hide from God, I've been trying to hide from a preacher, I've been trying to hide from my spouse, I've been trying to hide from my kids, I've been trying to hide them from my friends. All of those mistakes that I have had in my life, I am going to leave those right here. I am going to allow myself to be refreshed and renewed. And when I leave this morning from church today, I'm going to go out in the car and I'm going to have glory in that sunshine that's out there and I'm going to know that my heart and life is right with God. Today, what needs to change? What's your mistakes? 
I'm sure when I told you about our big truck wreck, you all have had some big mistakes in your life. I'm sure you've had some little mistakes like getting lost before somewhere. I'm sure you've had other things that's went on in your life. But remember that biggest mistake, two biggest mistakes, is having sin in your life, right? And not knowing for sure that heaven is your home. So today, as we have our closing song today, don't make a mistake of not listening to God. Don't make a mistake of hearing what God says to you in your heart and in your life. Make the mistake of knowing more than anything else that you want to make sure that heaven is your home. We invite you to stand because we have our closing song.